welcome to the Happy Never After podcast. I'm your host, Mara Merrick. Oh my gosh, I'm excited about today. I have been trying to get this guest on for two years. I have been reaching out to her people, even though I knew her way before she had people. Uh, so we are going to get into it. But first, uh, I just wanted to talk about one of my sponsors. This episode, first of all, thank you so much, sponsors. Uh, you are the gem amongst gems during this quarantine time. Um, and this episode is brought to you by Noom. Getting in shape doesn't have to be about losing a specific amount of weight or a magic number on the scale. <laughs> right now, I think it's just about staying in the same size of jeans. You know, we're all at home. We're all, we all have access to our food so much easier. And, uh, and those pants are getting tight. Uh, so right now is the best time I think to get Noom. Uh, I have been telling all of my clients that I haven't been able to get to personally to download the app. There's so many different facets to it. There's a psychological aspect. There's the physical, there's the nutrition. It's not just a diet. It's not a fad diet. It's not a crazy plyo workout system. It is a lifestyle. I mean, personally, I know that meditating and doing some balance work that I talk about on my other podcast called Muscle Spasms, there's abstracts, there's empirical data that says that if you work on those things, you can get through acute stress and acute chronic stress, which is what we're all going through. So download Noom. It will help you maintain or lower your body weight or whatever it is the goals are just to have some peace of mind, have some accountability buddies in there because you do get to communicate with coaches. It doesn't tell you what to do and what not to do. It teaches you how to look inside your own mind and make it a better decision for yourself. Noom has one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available that lets you track meal habits, visualize portion sizes, and see calorie density at a glance. Right now, go ahead. You're on your phone already. Just download noom.com forward slash happy. So you have to do that in order for uh, Happy Never After to get credit. So go to noom.com forward slash happy and download that today. So it's just URL link noom.com forward slash happy. It's just a small step to what could be humongous progress. Uh, so yeah, now let's get into my guest. I'm very excited about the guest today. I've only been emailing her people for the last two years. Uh, <laughs> <trying> to- <laughs> oh, Finally. I love her so much. Janelle James. It's so funny. Every uh, podcast, of which I've done many this week, has started the same way. Have you really? <laughs> <laughs> it's taken a pandemic for me to do <laughs> people's podcasts. <laughs> you know, I'm like, bitch, we, were, we used to do shows together. God. No, but I'm not. It's just, I'm just, I mean, I guess we'll get to this. I'm just, even my own podcast, I can't be be bothered to do so it's just <laughs> just not a I don't know so yeah anyway but happy to do it now of course why oh, and you keep everything so this is a relationship podcast uh, mostly about how to get over breakups but I don't know I mean other than 
were you with your son's father or or I don't know what the why don't you tell me I mean that's by design because it's no one's business that's why no one knows but um (laughs) (laughs) I I was like you keep everything so close I'm like let's get it open (laughs) I don't know if that's gonna happen on this show Mara but I (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right just tell me what you want to tell me jesus <laughs> have you had long-term relationships oh many too many really i don't see you yeah. as like a locker downer yeah i'm a serial monogamist i don't leave relationships till i know who i'm going to next which is probably <laughs> not Tarzan. A, a good thing for my future men to hear but yep it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking to a dude over this quarantine. I picked him out on Facebook and I was like, how about we do this? You never listen to one of my podcasts. And he was like, I mean, I tell people like, look, if you listen, that's your fault. You can't come to me after the fact mad about shit after I done told you not to listen. So, you know, it's the same thing. Like don't go in a dude's phone unless you're trying to find something. Yeah. But they'll listen. And if you do, just keep it to yourself. Just simmer. Just start cleaning things aggressively and, yeah, and yeah. huffing around exactly. the house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why people, I feel like this reminds me one day, and this is only because I was just talking about him. Che said to me, oh, we were all at the cellar, Michael Che, and mm-hmm. somebody was talking some, you know, that man shit about how they need more than one person in the, you know, like they men need more than one woman basically was the was the like all men are polyamorous yes basically so then someone (laughs) asked me hey would you what did it say oh hey would you uh be okay in a relationship with two men like is that something you think and before I could say anything, Michael Che was like, she probably prefers it. It's just funny the idea of what people have of you, you know what I mean? When they don't know anything. And it's always just uh, fascinating to me. Because you saying, oh, you don't seem like a lock them down person. I just always wonder, what am I putting off? <laughs> <laughs> that makes people think I'm some like ice cold bitch. But <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but you know. Yeah, that's my thing. I like relationships. And what I've figured out is I do like relationships, but what I really like is sex. And sex is better to me if I feel like I'm in love with a person. That's what it is. Well, were you an athlete? No. Okay. That co- totally just busts that whole theory. But well, you are an adrenaline you know, joke. athletic sex theory. <laughs> Well, I have this uh, because the last episode I interviewed an NBA daughter and her, she was, she was like in a house where her dad was a career cheater. And mm. I was like, I think it's an athletics thing or like a hormones thing. Like it, they just get so in like really addicted to sex. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm addicted to, I'm not addicted to sex, but when I have it, I need to come. You know what I mean? Like it, there's a lot of women who don't come. We, we've read those articles, right? Like they just yeah. don't have orgasms and they then say, that's enough for me. Like I like the intimacy and da, 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 da. I am saying I need to come as, as, as one of the chosen people who does <laughs> orgasms. I, I know it. exactly how to do it. And it's not like one of those, you have to pull my hair and twist my right tit. It's like, I just go inside, like just right. be inside. 
being there. Right. So that's, that's, that's an orgasm, but the, the orgasms that I have when I feel like I'm connected to somebody are so much better that that's what I'm, that's why I'm always in a relationship. Cause I want that kind of sex. Oh my God. You look at them in the eyes. Probably. I'm a definite soul gazer. I love to no. be in love. I love <laughs> to be in love. And even more, I love people to love me, <laughs> which is also why I'm a comedian. <laughs> This is completely opposite of where I thought this was going to go. It's so funny because you're the first person that's been brave enough to even ask me about relationship stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like you and I put out a very similar vibe as far as like alpha-ish in the relationships part. And uh, I'm like, oh, she's got to be real like who I aspire to be. And I'm just like this little puppy that just somebody loved me. So, so are you so you you're saying you put out an alpha in for non-intimate relationships but in a relationship you're the uh submissive yeah, oh god yeah i am the same way but here's the thing i'm not submissive for everybody i'm looking for the person i could be submissive with that's all you know what i mean because yeah man but i feel like nerve- you get the asshole oh god i mean i don't know if any anymore if I get the asshole or am I pursuing the asshole? Like, at what point do I take responsibility? <laughs> I know I went to this therapist a long time ago out. and he, they were, I was like, I'm only getting married men attracted to me. And, uh, and he was like, it's you doing mm. it. And then recently I thought I was like, let's apply this to the asshole series that I've been getting mm-hmm. now. And I don't just don't know how to switch it, but also I'm not attracted to somebody who's nice to me. Like go away, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. Like I'm definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely big on respect. And matter of fact, I, that's when I know a relationship is going in the wrong direction because that's always men's go to, to her. You, they start, like being mean to you, you know what I mean? Oh and yeah. That like, like you said, passive aggressive kind of like little digs and shit. Once that starts, I'm immediately gone because I know what the fuck that's about. You know, <laughs> they're threatened in some way, so they trying to like bring you down. So when women tell me that they start relationships like that, I'm like, you need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to way. learn how to get out faster. Yeah. Oh, well, you're saying you don't like it period you're saying you don't even get the the, the nice act <laughs> oh, they, well they they put on a cute show at the beginning and like do the whole wine and dining courtship thing and then okay. uh and then i get hooked and then i feel like it's a negging thing where they try yeah, to yeah it's a narcissistic game yeah, yeah you go to therapy and you know <laughs> i uh am saying it to you for myself <laughs> So what are you doing doing during this quarantine time? I am alone. I having know, me too. time to reflect on maybe why I like assholes. I'll add that to the list of all the shit I have time to think about. Um, you know, but are you flirting or like you you working your muscle at all? I don't even give a fuck. Like after the initial panic of maybe not having dick for a long time, I'm now kind of over it. Like I'm just because. Every time I think about somebody be like every time loneliness hits me, I think about somebody being here and just making it a reality in my head makes me not want it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, no, that would be awful. Like, 
I think what I want is for someone to come over and then leave. But once it becomes, oh, this person is going to be quarantined with me. I can't think of, I can't even fathom. I know. They would be there. It would be the longest date ever. Yeah. And, you know, I'm horny, but I realize, I mean, I'm a fucking horn dog anyway. So for me to be... I very, I really am. For me to be like, oh my God, I'm horny. That means something else is going on. So I've also had time to realize, <laughs> he's talking about myself for a long time. I've also had time to realize that that's the stress. Like the stress is amping the horny up. You know what I mean? Really looking for dick. I'm just looking for some type of release. You have a hormone in your stomach. It's called ghrelin and it, uh, and it can't discern between your need for, uh, to satiate hunger, thirst, or sex. So dumbass. What is a gland? It's a hormone that's released in your stomach. It's a dumbass hormone that don't know what the fuck it's supposed to be doing. It can't three very important, very separate things, and it can't. It's just like (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. What is the longest relationship you've been in? Uh 14 years. 14 years. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, bitch. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really about okay. So how did that, how did that one end? How did that one, comedy ended that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do comedy and you- not be in a relationship. So, uh, cause it's very hard to do both. It is mm-hmm. as a new comic. It's very hard. Yeah, and I was so fucking obsessed with this shit when I started. I mean, I kind of still am, but I was just so... Well, you were good. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, part of the the way to stay in this shit is to have the delusion that you're good at every stage of it. But when I started comedy, my dad was very sick. So I was like just mentally going through some, some things. And then I went to an open mic. And I swear to God, like the first laugh I got, I was just like, oh, this is what I do now. Like I immediately, (laughs) I was like, I'm a comedian, (laughs) you know? So (laughs) I like obsessively went to Mike's. Do you know Suba Argwal? Yeah. She's like that. I don't know if she still is, but Suba, when I was doing Mike's in New York, was frequently the only other woman I would ever see. And I would do maybe two mics. I was trying to do like two mics a day and it didn't matter. This is when there were so many mics. There were like daytime mics and weekend paid. They were like everywhere, like open mics. And if I just chose two at random, Suba was at every mic I went to, meaning she went to even more mics. <laughs> she is, that girl is Indian to the core. But that, anyway, so that was my mind state when I started comedy. So it was just like, I, I really fucked that relationship up in that I just was so focused on and, and 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 now that I think about it, even so, even worse is I had no goal. Just wanted to, I didn't even know what my end goal was. I mean, I still don't know who was the end goal in comedy. Who knows? But yeah, so yeah. Classic. So you just weren't spending enough time with him? Yeah, n- not enough time, not enough even thought. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, obviously that's like a sign. Oh, that, yeah. 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 For sure, that you were just looking also for something else. And then you fell in love yeah. with comedy and you're like, yeah. here it is. And then here it is. So even, you know, when, when I talk to him now, he's like, because I think also it's hard for people to be with comedians if you have, especially if you haven't done shit. It seems like a fucking goofball perfume. Like there, nobody takes you seriously. 
they're like, okay, you're going to be, you know what I mean? Like, okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna, I know. Like, what does that even mean? Oh, you're going to be Chris Rock? Like that, they always go to the most famous comedian they know. And so <laughs> I think it's hard to date somebody like that. Cause it's like, okay, so let me get this straight. You go out every night, drink and hang out with like the opposite sex drunk off your, you know what I mean? Everyone's drunk and you tell them. Yeah, they jokes. think it's a party. They, yeah, you take you tell jokes for minimal money. Like, is that what you want me to miss out on the relationship for? So it's like just a hard. And you're like, yeah, I'm 100%. like getting this shit. I'm getting laughs. It feels amazing. My last boyfriend used to come to the show and like uh, he would pretend to be this alpha, but then he would pull me onto his lap at shows, and I was like, oh god, are you? Do we really need to pee oh, on like, me while I'm here? You? What does that mean? Like he's like claiming you. Yes. Uh, I was like, this uh, is work. I don't sit on your lap while you're cooking things. You know, and it's so funny because I took a guy, I never bring guys to shows. And then just recently, well, recently, we've been in the house for eight years. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just recently I was dating a guy and I I let him come to shows with me. I never really do that. And so now I'm in LA. This was in New York. So I'm in LA and he's like, oh, when I come out there, can I come to the shows with you? And I was like, dude, that was, I thought I would never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be like following me to work all the time now. Like what the fuck? I was so. <laughs> and plus you want to try out new jokes and you're, you're being vulnerable. Yeah, it's like, I don't need you. And then, you know, men, they cannot help themselves. Even if you crush, they got to say like, you know, that part where you, they always have some fucking input. So uh, I don't hear that shit. I you know? hate it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to, you know, first to impress the other people who see you talking to them. They want to then be like, I know her. You know what I mean? And then they want to do a thing of now I'm going to give you input. You know what I mean? I just, I, I can't take it. So I don't have no, I've done jokes about dudes I'm dating like straight to their face. Like, I don't care. I don't care if they're there or what I'm talking about or whatever, but I don't want to talk to them after. I don't want to talk to anybody after, much less someone who think they have the right to talk to me at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they, especially if you are, if you're not feeling as good, like if you missed a, a, a tag that you wanted to try, exactly. I always beat myself up so bad. And then they want to talk to you and you're like, can you give me a fucking minute? So that's your, that's what you don't like. I, I'm on the other side where when I think I fucking killed and then they still have something to say. That really pisses me off. Not oh, even if yes. I'm bombed That's and I'm feeling bad about myself. It's if I'm feeling good coming off the stage and then they just fuck my mood up. You know what I mean? Or if they do that one, that one line that uh a lot of ladies from the Midwest say, or they're like, I enjoyed it. A lot of the crowd wasn't with Whatever. you. They, they're they're like, like, what? This isn't uh, relegated to men. This is anybody you know that you bring to a show with you. They're always gonna say some shit. The fucks your mood up. I don't invite anyone in my shows. My family always laughs because I, I really don't. I don't invite my friends. I've never have. I've never done a bringer. I could care less if you come. Like, <laughs> I would so much rather perform to strangers because I want genuine laughs. Yes. First of all, you come out, you see them immediately. It doesn't matter where they sit. Even if you didn't know they were there, if someone that you know is in the audience, you see them immediately. It's distracting because they're either trying to get your attention. So they're like beaming. <laughs> they're like a five-year-old at a frozen. Say something. Ignore. You can see it on their face. They're either doing that 
or they're like dramatically trying to hide in like the most obvious way, like ducking every time you, you know, it's just so obviously I'm very passionate about the subject. <laughs> my sister came to my show in Michigan and, uh, but she brought 61 friends. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, come. so I just oh, made, who the fuck is your sister that she has 61 friends? Like how the fuck? <laughs> I know. That happen? She's not like us. She can keep all of her friends. It's weird. I don't uh, know 61 people. That's crazy. She has kept in contact with every person she's gone. She says her PhD. Every person she's gone. All the levels of school. Yes. It's uh, crazy. And she's uh, got two kids. So she's got like kids, friends, you know, parents. Uh, okay. uh, I mean, I've invited my family. It's certain shows like, oh, this is a huge show. It's not really me headlining. There's other famous people on the head on the lineup, like come through, but d- you're not coming to fucking knitting factory to stare at me. Like, <laughs> okay, so after the 14 year relationship, right back to relationships. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't seem too broken up about that breakup, so <laughs> I, I processed it during. Yeah, plus you, you were Tarzaning into comedy. You said what now? So oh, I, I was Tarzaning. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I hate you, bitch. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? So who did you, who, like, how long was the next relationship? Two and a half, maybe, I think. Oh, God, Jesus, you're in long-term relationships. Yeah. You know what? I saw this meme that said, um, oh, it was like one of those reductress articles. I mean, it was funny, but it said, like, Darla would rather, is going to give up one night stands in favor of having numerous meaningless two-year relationships or something like that. And so... Everyone in the comments was like, ha you know, like, like, and I was just like, I don't see why that's funny. <laughs> also, one night stands, you can't get into like a groove with them. I've had one one night stand and I've told this story on a podcast before, but I've had one night, one night stand in my life and it was this guy and he only went down on me and it was the best <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Wait a second. You had yeah. a one night stand. All he did was go down on you. Yes. No and penetration. It, no. Otherwise. And then sat up like, all right, you're welcome. <laughs> oh my God. Want to get some dinner? Um, <laughs> oh my, did his dick not work? What happened? Don't know. He was so good at eating pussy. I didn't even miss it. To this day, the best oral I've ever had. His name was Tony Chance. This was like 20. Well, I, I will not give out any personal information, but if, if you run past this. I've said his name multiple times on, on podcast. Like. <laughs> The reason I like to say it is just that the fact that his full name stuck in my head means I'm not misremembering how fucking good he was at that shit. Like, I'm not exaggerating it in my mind. Like, I know his full name. <laughs> is that why you never had another one? You're like, I do not want to muddle the memory of one night. I just, I just, usually by the time I sleep with someone, I've already done recon. <laughs> I'm not like a casual sexer. <laughs> I'm, you know, I've been watching you. We're, you know, yeah, basically. And so by the time I sleep with you, I like you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so once that happens, it, the, then the sex is good. Now you're my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing that. Okay. So t- let's talk. Did you have like a traumatic breakup? Did you ever have, have a breakup that broke your heart? Every one of them. <laughs> yes. And how do you, like, what was, what was the worst one or what was one that you want to talk about? Oh gosh. I mean, the worst one. I mean, 
Well, let me not, let me lie. Not all of them, but I'm very, I'm now I'm like thinking all the way back to like my teenagers and I've just always been dramatic in relationships anyway. Like again, I'm You're dramatic. I'm, no, I'm dramatic. <laughs> like, like I said, I love to be in love. So I am very much like it ends and I'm fucking smoking in a dark room. <laughs> but the trick is you allow yourself to be dramatic and, uh, you know, you tell your friends this, this fucking bitch, how dare he? She's like, I know you do that whole thing. And, and then you, you get over it. So, but I like, but the point is I like that part too. I like the down because then you know what's good and the high you're like, how do you know what, how do you have perspective if you don't go both sides of the equation here? Also, you know, diagnosing myself, I think that's why people like me like two-year relationships because you get to have both of those experiences. Like as soon as shit starts settling to where you would have to be serious and be, and like all the pretenses dropped, you know what I mean? Like now you're settling into a relationship relationship, you know what I mean? Before that happens, you would just fucking bail. Do you end up living with them? No. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that makes me so angry to even think about. (laughs) I think that might be the key is to not live with them. For me, anyway. Especially if you've been living by yourself, you know, mostly. Like, it's... Forever. I've lived by myself. Oh, yeah. That's going to be hard. And so the person that will convince you, so somebody like you... The person that would convince you to move in with them, that's going to be like a big love. So you're going to be, oh, you're going to be so, you're going to be like, let's move in together. <laughs> like that, <laughs> that's going to be a big high. And then once that shit come down, woo, you're going to crash. But um, <laughs> like, thank my, God I kept my heart. Are your socks always on the floor? Like you're going to just. <laughs> oh my God. I've been stuck in South Carolina and I am on the beach. It's a rough mm-hmm. life. And my dog comes in, we, I walk him and then we come back and I brush him outside. And even though I brush him, sand comes in the house and I sweep my house and keep everything clean. My house, this Airbnb for like, keep it impeccably spotless. And I was like, this is why I can't live with a man. Yeah. I just, I don't, <laughs> I did live with a man for a while, for a long time. And so once you've done it, <laughs> I'm like, why would I, you know, not even that it was so bad, but living by yourself is just, uh, it's just exactly like I am a clean freak. I just want things to be how it is. I don't, I want to be alone when I want to be alone. You know what I mean? Like, that's the other thing. Like sometimes you want to be alone and you don't want to have to leave the fucking house to get it. Yeah. So two separate residences for every relationship would be ideal married or not. (laughs) My last boyfriend, he had pinworms. Do you know what those are? No, but it sounds gross. It's disgusting. It's when you like eat some sort of like jerk or fecal oh, matter. Oh, yes. And then it's parasites. It's, yes. And they, yeah. it's worms that have no eyes and they just like stay right around your ass. Where's the story going? <laughs> I just had, to, when I found out about it, I was staying with him because I was trying to buy this house and that's why I'm down in South Carolina. And did uh, he tell you? Well, he, he got liposuction. And when he was getting liposuction, they couldn't perform surgery on him right away because he had pinworms in his asshole. Who is this person? You're dating a guy who had liposuction? Who is this? The model? (laughs) Like, who the fuck? You have men that are just casually having lipo? 
I know. Is he in the business? It's <laughs> not in our business. No, I what try not. The fuck? Just a dude that's like, I don't like how my suits are fitting. I'm gonna get some like. I didn't. I don't even know who these people are, but okay. And he has pinworms in his And then I had to come home. That he, the doctor, sat me down and talked about how I had to like clean okay, everything together my- anymore, right? No. So that so your story is worse than any breakup I could think of. <laughs> Oh, that, that breakup was bad because at the end I was like, wow, I put up with a lot. Of, I really didn't oh, value it. we all. Know we all. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's a deal breaker. Worms <laughs> <laughs> are where I draw the line. Back your liposuction surgery? Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, God. It's the worst. Yeah. Do you send nudes? Ah, uh, okay. So... <laughs> I do, but it's very fraught. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> I don't trust men. Like, even the ones I trust, I don't trust. So it's more about that. You know what I mean? I'm just like, and then also with my track record, it's like, oh, in two years, this person that I won't like anymore will have still have my naked pictures and he doesn't oh, yeah. deserve them. I, yeah. I send all mine out. I send mine out. I'll, I'll be like, go it's for hard. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, part of me is like, well, this is probably the best I'm going to look, you know, forever for the rest of my life. So I might as well get some documentation out there. So, you know, I go back and forth. I know every day, every day we get a little bit older, you know, every day we could go downhill a little bit more. You got to news when I was younger. Like, I'm like, I've really fucked up there. Like, <laughs> I know I was blonde, so I'd have my kids. <laughs> you make, make your kids take your picture. No, take it. Do take you see how hot your mom was? Tell me I was hot. Look at my grass. What do you think? <laughs> have you introduced uh, dudes to your kids? Hell no. My kids have a amazing father who uh, does not need uh, help. <laughs> If that makes sense. You know, it's just, yeah, I feel like unless I'm getting married, also, this is, you know, my kids are, are, are older. My I don't have babies, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like, they're like, no, <laughs> they, don't, they don't really need to know what I'm doing or, or, or seeing or any, you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not looking for like a stepdad for my kids. <laughs> so don't they get annoyed? Like I would, I'm, I become like a super Karen at that time. I'm like, can I meet them or what? So you're white. Black kids don't <laughs> their parents like that. <laughs> I wish my kid would come up to me and say, can I meet them? Or what? what's the what? What the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> you're a goddamn kid. Mind your business. That was very white of you to say, Mara. So that's the answer. <laughs> that would never happen in a black a household where a kid would step up and say, can I meet them or what? What? <laughs> I am furious even thinking about that shit. Oh my gosh, you are completely different than what I <laughs> thought. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, but let's let's just take a moment of a break uh, and talk about one of my sponsors, who I absolutely love. It's been one of my saviors. It's this game. It's a casual game. It's called Best Fiends. It is awesome. I just got to a level, I think it's level 62, And I think last time I might've said that I was on level 67, but I was definitely on like 57. Now I'm on 62 and I have the cutest little baby ever. His name is Julian and I love him so much. He's adorable. To download the app is free. 
So just go ahead and grab Best Fiends, that's Best Fiends, not Friends, Best Fiends, and start distracting yourself in this quarantine time with something productive, and it's like a puzzle game. It's really cool. I get so hyped up on these little victories because if I can get rid of all the leaves at one time in one swoop, and it's like gives me a little congratulations thing at the top. I'm like, hell yeah. And then I have to keep playing the game because that doesn't mean that you're done with that level. Uh, (laughs) But it's so fun. And I've been using it honestly when I need a break from people because I feel like the emotional energy right now, the vibrations are a little bit high and everybody's getting a little bit crazy. So if I need a break from the emotional stress, I play Best Fiends. It's been great. And it's so cute and it's very color. It's bright. They update it all the time so you don't get bored. It doesn't require internet. So if you need to get off Wi-Fi and just give yourself a Wi-Fi break, you can do that. You can collect tons of characters. So if you're a hoarder, this is perfect for you. (laughs) So you can engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. They're so cute. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated Mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple Play Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Yeah, so just go ahead and grab that now. And it's pretty awesome. I love it. I played a little bit this morning. I got a weird email from a friend. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm not just not responding. I'm just going to go play Best Fiends. And then I saw Julian, the little baby. And it made the whole world better. (laughs) So get the game. Best fiends. Okay, so back to you, Janelle. Because honestly, you seem like a very mature, well-rounded, evolved individual that I did not think that you were. (laughs) Again, what am I putting off? (laughs) People think these things about me. I don't understand. Well, I really enjoy when you start your conversations about Brad Pitt. Um, those are my favorite. And then I have to be uh, in a room by myself. You know for a while. First of all, you know, I run a tight ship on my Facebook page. <laughs> I know, but that's what you're like. Well, what it is, is, I mean, I do really just love fucking with men too. So anytime, and it's not only my post, anytime a woman posts anything that's like, oh, this guy, some handsome guy looks really good or is you know makes me horny any there's always men in the comics straight men in the comments with just these little fucking jokey jokes and it's like dude beat it like we're not <laughs> or like trying to do it in a helpful way like well he's hot but what about him like motherfucker nobody asked you straight man like let us just have this fucking conversation without you sticking your fucking face in it doesn't yeah, look like this guy thing right now i post a lot of uh nude-ish things on Instagram. Uh, I'm creating, uh, while I've been doing this, I've been creating these female comic book characters that are based off of animals that eat their mates. And uh, it's like, you can barely see. You, you can see, but you can't see. And people will make a comment and they'll say, it's great, but like a man will say, it's this, this is great, but, and then I'll write, you thought about it, you wrote it down and you were like, yep, this one needs to be posted. I need to comment this. They cannot stand to see us happy. They can't stand to see us 
just feeling good about ourselves. It like triggers something in them that's like, oh, she won't fuck me if she's happy. <laughs> that's really what it is. Let me try to pull them down or make them feel bad or doubt what your fucking adult grown ass is doing. Like, who asked you, Doug? <laughs> who the fuck? Jeff? Goddamn. And it's always white dudes, too. I mean, black dudes are very quickly catching up to the bullshit, but it's always some white fucking Dan, you know? <laughs> Actually, like, get the shut the fuck up. We talking about dicks right now. Why are you even here? This should be the one topic where you're like, ah, I'll keep scrolling. Yes. I posted this thing about nudes and I was like, if a man, I was like, if I send you a nude, you send me a pic in a suit back. And everybody kept sending me suits. And I was like, did you catch the order there, gentlemen? I said, I send you nude first. Nobody yeah. wants to see you. Maybe that's what it is. Men need compliments. Compliment your, your man, lady, so they can stay the fuck up on my comments, please. Please. Because that's basically, what are they doing? Fishing for a compliment? Like, what are you doing? I know, it's bad. It's, it's like, dude, when in your real life does anyone ask for a picture of you? Why do you think me a stranger? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I posted a picture of barefaced and I was just making a joke about how all the celebrities were posting barefaced mm-hmm. and uh, cause they're like, Oh, I'm so brave. Look at my bare face. I was like, you, your esthetician lives in your, in your mansion. Calm down. Right. And, uh, and so this guy was like, well, I like you so much. This is so much better without your lashes. I was like, what the fuck? fuck I like my fuck off again. They need compliments and they need, I always think with people, who leave any kind of bad or just annoying comments on the internet. A lot, most people are losers. Let's just get that out of the, out of the way. They go to their little whack ass fucking job or, or whatever. They're stuck in whatever situation they're stuck in. This is their only power. Like I really try to remember that before I argue with just strangers. I'm like, Oh, this is giving you, cause I never think to argue with people on the internet like that. And especially as passionate, like it's a fucking stranger. These are somebody I'm, I'll never meet in my whole fucking life. Who cares? But this is these people, these fucking losers, <laughs> their little shred of power to like, and then they see you, they like, you're a comedian. How dare you be comfortable being comfortable being naked? That's what they're thinking. Oh my God. Kevin Brennan came after me on Instagram. Fucking, I mean, now imagine what he's dealing with. He got a fucking goofier looking brother. This is way more successful than him. You think you, he not going to take that out on fucking women? Because that's what all white dudes do. It always goes back to like fucking with women. They never like go fist fight a dude in the street or some shit. They just get on their goddamn computers and they harass women. So anyway, sorry. Tell me what he did. Um, I posted something and he said, you're a comedian. Where do you perform? And I know he lives in Connecticut. And I said, in New York City, adjacent to you. <laughs> and I went to his uh, DMs and I said, are you coming for me, Kevin? And then he goes, ha ha, sorry, I'm a dickhead. And I said, no, you get to choose how you behave. Like, how is that still your personality? Like, get out of here. Like, stop bullying people, especially if you're in, if the bully is, oh, you're nothing. Then why the fuck you care? If you think I'm not a comic, why you even, is there some fucking benefit to claiming that you're a comedian? (laughs) Like, is he, are you taking something away from him? Like, why even, why are you here? Again, that's a little power move and it's pathetic. (laughs) And those are the fake alphas. They study real ones, but Mm -hmm. they can't, they can't can't take it because they're not real. And then they start, they slide into that like insulting passive aggressive bullshit that reveals the true bitch that they are. So as soon as you see that, you're like, I'm out. 
out. And and I'm not going to say I've always been like that. I mean, of course, when I was younger, you know, I'm, and that's what it is. When you're younger, you have all the internalized messages about men, which you don't, even somebody like me, I would have thought, no, I'm a bad bitch, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it's in you and you don't even know. So that's why when that happens, when you're younger, you're like, ah, you know, I'm sure you remember doing that. Oh my God, you're so stupid. When someone, some guy says something that really hurts your feelings. Yeah. And, and then so, you think about it for hours and days and weeks. And years. It, like, did he mean to hurt my feelings? Why would he want to hurt my feelings? What did I do to <laughs> Like all that bullshit. Yeah. I had to grow out of that shit. But once I did, now I'm like, pew, pew. Okay. Sorry. This is some good shit I'm smoking. What is this? Let me look. Let me tell it for your followers. This is a sour diesel sativa. Oof, now is sativa so- the one that brings you up or brings you down? Uh, Okay. I smoked it because I had just listened to the Fiona Apple album. <laughs> I said, I can't take Fiona energy onto your goddamn podcast when you done waited so long. <laughs> I know, years. Whoa. And then you get all Fiona'd up. I was like, oh no. Was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What's your favorite thing that ever happened on a first date? Ooh. Get my pussy ate. Like, <laughs> let's not forget. But let me think of another one. But yes, first date. I mean, you I dated really, that guy? You went out on a date with him? That was a date. So how that happened was <laughs> <laughs> he asked me out. And so he came to get me. We were supposed to be going to dinner. Mm-hmm. And then he said on the way, I mean, I'm sure this was all planned. This is a dude is like some pussy eating bandit or some shit. And he was like, but we definitely had like serious sexual chemistry. You you know, when you meet people like that, where you're just like, oh, we're going to fuck. And <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what was happening in the car, like on our way to this supposed dinner. And he turned to me and he was like, do you want to go to my house? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> on the way to dinner? You didn't even eat dinner? After we did. You ate dinner and then you, or you ate dinner after the puss. After the, he got up, was like, there you go. Like... And was like, so do you still want to go? <laughs> he didn't even try to fuck me. <laughs> Who was that masked man? That's I how know. I oh my God. I'm so, so jealous right now. I'm like, wait, you wait. And then he fed you? <laughs> yeah. We went to dinner and it was lovely. And then I never, I never saw him again. <laughs> That's what I said. He's a mysterious man. Oh my God. How did you even meet him? In a mall. You, this is like early 2000s. Oh, I was <laughs> like, existed. I've never yeah. done an app. Have you done an app? I have not. And I never will. <laughs> and that's yeah. the end of that. No. Um, yeah, it's not. I, I lied. I did. I did one uh, once, but that was like a human experience, but it, I didn't feel like it was like a real thing, but yeah, they're too scary. Yeah. They're too scary. I also don't want people looking into me before I've done my recon you know what I mean like how dare you know stuff about me like I don't like that (laughs) so how do you find your dudes I walk up to them (laughs) oh my god okay yeah I mean I feel like um I mean and this isn't uh often but I feel like almost every person I've had a relationship with I've, I've approached okay so you walk up to them and then you do what I say hi whatever it's it's I uh you know like women (laughs) I'm gonna say something that makes me sound so what's the word uh egotistical right now 
I'm a charming ass motherfucker. Like it is what it is. <laughs> and so when sometimes when women ask me, like, well, how do you do? And I'm as they're asking me, I'm like, you don't have it. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm not, I'm not ugly, but I'm not like some fucking supermodel either. You know what I mean? And but I'm charming as fuck. I'm not intimidated by men. I think that's part of it. And it's just, I'm like, I have chosen you. Like, be grateful, nigga. Like, that's the energy I approach with. So honestly, that's how I do it too. Yeah, it's just like I approach I don't approach like, will you be mine? I'm like, oh, you are already. You just don't fucking know. So yeah, and that's worked out for me because I feel like when you do the cho- choosing, you get what the fuck. You yeah, it's uh, I always just go up to them. I'll st- I'll like make eye contact and then start the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'll 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 fucking catcall men. <laughs> like I'll be like, damn, whatever, anything that makes them laugh because they don't get that shit. So it's, they're always, they're always like, what, me? You're like, it doesn't matter how fucking hot they are or fine, you know? They're well, always like shocked. <laughs> and it's adorable. It's adorable. I, uh, but then they don't know how to, I like to get them to the point. I don't like to mince a lot of words. Neither. I'm like, uh-huh. hey, hand me your phone. <laughs> Here's an idea. That's an opener, ladies, if you want to open with that. <laughs> Here's an idea. Hand me your phone. The dude's a dumb as fuck. He's gonna say go and hand you the fucking phone. You put your number in it. But you can't stutter around it. You just have to say the words and yeah. shut up. Hand and- me the phone like you have authority bestowed by the government. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you got a fucking badge. Hand me your phone. They will give it to you. <laughs> the way that I'm flirting with uh dudes on the internet right now is I will follow them and then I will DM them and say, oop. Thought I knew you, but I don't. Slick. I know. And they immediately write back. Of course. That's what I'm saying. I, it, the whole idea of men, women being intimidated by men is like, whatever. We have all the power. I don't give a fuck what you look like. Like, I have the pussy. Like, do you want it? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's basically what the interaction is. <laughs> I'm, I have this pussy. Do you want it? Like, <laughs> it is what it is. And I have had men be Short like. Story I'm, by Janelle James. I mean, I, I have had men like. You know, I have a girlfriend, whatever. And then, I, you know, I don't take that shit personal. It's like, all right, well, bye, stranger. I still don't know you. Like, who yeah. cares? Who cares? <sighs> but that comes with age. I wasn't always like this. Now I'm just like, whatever. Who cares? When we reemerge, this is, this is what I do. I go to a bar and I'll have one drink first and I won't look around. And then I'll, ha- I'll start a second drink. And before I get beer goggles, I will make it, but, but my standards are a little bit lower. You know, I'm not so prudish, you know? <laughs> lower than lipo and pin, pin work. <laughs> that is- Never going to stop bringing that up every time I see you now. But anyway, go ahead. And then I, uh, and then I'll survey the situation and pick out who I want. And then I park myself next to him. Yeah. And then it takes me about 10 minutes. And then I, then I'm in. Well, that's what I was saying. Like even more than sex and all that stuff, what I miss about being outside is flirting. Like I love flirting. You know what I mean? Even, and not even, even mostly if it doesn't turn into anything where I could just stop it. Like, ah, I was just fucking with you or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I was just making sure I still got it or whatever the fuck. Like it doesn't even need to amount to anything. I just like the interaction, you know? And so I miss that, but I'm not in, I'm not interested in flirting with people on the internet that I haven't seen or smelled. 
honestly, this guy that I'm flirting with, he's been the best person I've ever flirted with in my I mean, entire life. These times, I'm sure men are like deep in prose right now. What else do they have to do? I'm sure they're like typing fucking soliloquies and. <laughs> I know. He's, what you think about things. This morning he he wrote me, I remain very intrigued by you. And I was like, oh, oh, Jesus, stop. Whoa, whoa. My clit is stop. full. I remain very intrigued. I, I, I'm just, why do dudes go to that kind of like <laughs> King Arthur fucking, you know, my lady? Like, why do they go there? If you saw his Instagram, I'll I'll send it to you. But he's like, uh, he has a kilt with his father. Like he's oh, okay. Then never mind. Yeah, I'm like, this is totally on brand for him. So many fucking limericks. Another another listener sent me a picture of himself in a uh, in a suit, and he had like full body tats. And I was like, also hot, also yeah. very hot. Yeah. Is the uh, is the the kilt guy Scottish? He's Irish. I mean, Irish. Okay, cool. I've always wanted to fuck an Irish dude. Never happened. You haven't? I'm Irish. Can't get Corona. I haven't fucked an Irish dude yet. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) People always write to me. They're like, oh, I wish you fucked black dudes. I was like, when did I ever say that I didn't? Well, if you respond to that, you have been got. Because that's exactly what they want you to say. (laughs) I I, I don't respond. I'll either not respond or delete it. But uh, just elicit a reaction. Like, of course, they know you haven't never said that. Like, they just want you to speak to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that tip. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm hip to all men's games. (laughs) Okay, so answer me this then. The last guy that I dated a little bit was black, and that was all he ever focused on was, so do you have, like, a fetish is, like, your thing? And I was like, bro, what is your deal? Was that also? That's his deal. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> if he's if you're saying let's stop talking about it, he keeps bringing it up. That's his deal. <laughs> he has to, also needs to go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, he does. God, jeez. Are you oh, dating yeah. someone now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, and these these aren't bad noises that I'm making. I'm just one. I'm just trying to figure out if I want to talk about this or not. Um, <laughs> yes. No, like it, it, I'm dating someone in a way I've never dated before. So I'm not in a relationship now. That's what I'll say. So okay. I'm not, it's so funny with this fucking quarantine bullshit because this year was the, like I said, I've always been in relationships. So this was the year, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to be casual. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just focus on me, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you know, secure the bag and yeah. So <laughs> That answers that question. So it's just funny that the one time in my life, <laughs> oh, and then you go. I'm not, you know, I've I've had a boyfriend since I knew what a boyfriend was. You know what I mean? So is it uh, different dating out there than here in LA? These dudes out here. Well, I, let me not say that. I don't like to put the whole blanket because it's just like when people say people from New York. There's so many different mm-hmm. people. When people say the people in LA are whack. We're talking about the people in our business. (laughs) Of course there are fucking plumbers and teachers (laughs) and bankers who are perfectly fine people in LA, but because we're always around fucking comedians, actors, or people who trying to get in, they're awful. So yeah, because I don't want to date any of these motherfuckers. Like you can't be more manicured than me. Like I'm not... (laughs) Like, I'm not 
a girly girl. I mean, I like stuff, but I'm not like to the max. I'm not like a fucking like Kardashian. Uh, no, you keep yourself pretty nice. No, I'm not, but I'm not contouring every day and I don't wear lashes. Oh, you know what I mean? Like one of those, like where it's like, oh, my job is to look a certain way. I will look like shit multiple times. You know what <laughs> I mean? So that's what dudes out here seem to go for, I guess, because this is a very public relationship type of place. They're like, oh, who will look it up with me on Instagram or whatever? You know what I mean? (laughs) They're looking for the interaction. They're looking for what it projects. So I don't want any part of that shit. A lot of them are intimidated by me out here. Like they're just such bitches, but um, (laughs) they are. It's always like some immediate like sparring like verbal sparring with me with men that I meet out here they immediately like so defensive and then they'll be like where are you from are you from New York you're very straightforward I'm like no you a bitch you're just used to women being so fascinated by you you know what I mean (laughs) yeah anyway did I answer the question I don't know yeah the people out the entertainment people out here I guess the only ones I really interacted with in New York are comedians so I know how comedians are I could deal with them but actors are totally different. Did Ugh. you date comedians here? I don't want to get into that. Ah! <laughs> I know what that means. Uh, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> as far as my memory bank knows, it's erased. So I, I don't, I've searched the files and no. They're gone. It's weird. I don't think. Those don't two think years are gone. Yeah. Don't think that happened. So, um, yeah. So no. I mean, so yes, it's whack. <laughs> do you think that you want to get married no <laughs> i mean for what i have kids already mm-hmm. i'm grown they're grown i have my own money like for what <laughs> yes i can see you in a hospital when we're old i guess oh yeah. i mean that's what marriage would be at this point like hey you want to die with me <laughs> I know. I passes me up at this point for a younger person. I totally get it. Cause I'm like, I'm not giving you anything except myself. Like you're not getting the kid out of me. I'm not going to marry you. (laughs) You're about starting new things. I am not the person I'm who you die with. I see a lot of, like I am uh, in Myrtle beach and there's a tiger King episode or something that's happened down here. I didn't watch it, but it is true to form. There are a lot of mullets and, these guys that are in my, like, I just want to see on Bumble. I just want to see what's out there. And uh, we got a lot of time on our hands, people. And a lot of them that are like 45 to 40 to 50, they're like, oh, I really want kids. Okay, well, you can't say okay to my age range if you want kids. Because oh, no, they're like, no, I want kids, but I'll fuck you until like, I find a person I have kids with. That's cool. <laughs> Like, That's I'm too old for kids. I mean, you know, men, uh, they'll squirt that old aging ass sperm up in you until uh, <laughs> they can anymore. My dad was on his deathbed still talking about having kids. So they're just like that egotistical. And also that's the comfort in knowing that they won't have to do as much work once it's here. <laughs> Cause they, if they had to do the same amount of work that a woman would, they would be rethinking having a kid at that age. Are your parents still together? No, my dad, no, my mom, well, my dad is dead. And uh, no, but they haven't been together in a long time. Interesting. Did they break up when you were younger? I don't think I've ever, I even remember them together. I think I was like five. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have siblings? 
it's eight of us. No. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> like every once in a while I'll go on Facebook and I'll be like, my brother. And then people will be like, wait a minute, that's different than the other one. Like, I'm like, yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of Oh my God, that's my dream. Somebody who has no idea what it's like. <laughs> No, I don't. I only have one sibling I talk to and the other one's 10 years younger. It's cool or now it's cool now that we're all adults, but when you're younger, that shit is a madhouse. But um now that we're all adults and we're all like fucking cool as fuck. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, all my siblings are cool as fuck. That's cool. And <laughs> like there's no, you know, there's always one weirdo with some shit. Oh, that's the serial killer, whatever the fuck. Like we don't have that. Yeah, I don't really, I just started to get really cool with all my cousins because they all started getting divorces. And I was like, oh, welcome. Welcome to this. Back, bitch. (laughs) You were judgmental, but now you need me. (laughs) People have to uh, convince themselves of their ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what all that mean shit is. They're feeling, oh, am I doing the right thing? And so they're projecting. Like, I'm really, (sighs) humans are... uh... (laughs) Such a special creature we are. Yeah, and I'm really, and I think one of the um, benefits of getting older is I just, I, I just see it now. I don't get mad at stuff like that. I know why everyone is saying what they're saying, and you know, I and I'm, I feel bad rather than mad now. I'm like, oh, you're not sure. I got a, a no leash ticket yesterday on mm. the beach, and I mean, I had my headphones in. I had my, I, there, it was blasting, not Fiona, thank God, or else I'd be crying, throwing the ball. <laughs> and the one cop goes by me, no problem, I wave. The other one comes up and he gets kind of close and I don't hear a thing and I wave and then uh, keep throwing the ball. He whips his car around, Jesus. comes back. Yeah. And then he's like visibly shaking. Now these are weird times. Corona, like everybody's feelings are very exaggerated. Right. He gets out of the truck and he goes, did you not hear my warning? And I was like, obviously not. Motherfucker. Like, no, I waved at you, sir. Obviously I didn't hear what you said. And then I, he, he kept like uh, stuttering. And I said, do you need to take a, do you want to take a breath? I was like, oh, do you- oh my God. How is it to be a white woman? Please repeat that. What you said to this cop that's already like, exaggeratedly coming at me. Please repeat again, just so I can feel a portion of that white lady power. What did you say? <laughs> I said, do you need to take a breath? You seem wow. excited. How amazing that must be. Like that, I, I feel that in my clip. Like that, <laughs> I totally get. What power? I, I could never. I would also know that he's exaggerated. I could never, I could never find out myself to talk to a cop like that. So, oh, that's amazing. I hope your listeners are aware of that. <laughs> well, while I was saying it, you know, when you're saying a line in, uh, in a new joke and you're like, this could go one of two very yeah. different directions. But I was, you weren't scared enough to not, you, no. were, you were just right there when you took the chance. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> Sorry to harp on it, but that shit... Shit like that always when my white friends are like, and then I told the cop, fuck you. That shit always shocks me every time, no matter how much I hear it. So sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, I turned my phone and I uh, turned the music down. I didn't turn on my recorder, but I at the end, I told them that I recorded the whole conversation. And uh, I was like, I just want to let you know that you were lying. And here's how I know you were lying. And uh, I said, you said I was out because he was like, this is your third warning. And I said, here's, 
how I know you're lying. You said that I was out yesterday and the day before and both days, one of them, there was a tornado. No one was outside. And then the next day it poured all day. So again, I wasn't outside. So this isn't my third warning and you're just making stuff up. And I recorded this. Uh And then, uh, he just like huffed around for a little bit. And then I made him put the ticket down in the sand. I gave him a fake name and a fake address. So whoever Jessica Miller is, she owes the Myrtle beach $300. But, um, okay. Yeah. I was like, like you're racial <laughs> again. <laughs> if we had switched places in this story, it would end with me. And then my mom had to come bail me out. <laughs> No, I made him, I wouldn't let him get close because he kept stepping closer to me and I kept stepping away. And I was like, listen to what you're saying. You wouldn't let him. Do you think I could let, I could give any cop a permission for any, he would have already from the time he whipped around and approached me mad about this fucking dog or whatever the fuck he was overreacting about. It was 100%. No, I I know that you would be in jail. I always just try to stress to people. Like, I don't think people with corona you'd be in jail with the virus yeah i just always try any instance i get to just stress how our interactions as black people with cops are so much different than you guys is i don't think y'all realize with cops with doctors with uh yeah but cops being the most dangerous because they have guns (laughs) you know what i mean so sorry i'm like derailing the but anytime i hear a story like this i'm like my heart is pumping for you like even though so you're saying casually like and I told him you made a mistake that like I'm scared for you because my interactions with cops have been so much more awful than this you know what I mean oh yeah I knew I was like without me saying anything so anyway back to relationships I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) well what uh I made him put it down in the sand and then uh I was like I understand that it's Corona time and that it's like a little aggressive, but there was nothing that indicated that I understood your warning and, you know, maybe just chill (laughs) and then uh, walked away. But going back to your point, Mm -hmm. when Kenise Mobley was telling me that she was going into the hospital and that she wasn't, uh, no one was listening to her. I was like, do you need to bring me? Because I will use my powers for good any day. It's very unfortunate <laughs> it's so unfortunate they have they have this study about how um doctors think that black women and mexican women think that they're being obnoxious yeah and so they won't take again that's care. not just doctors that's at work that's at you know in the store where people are like calm down and you're like bitch i'm calm you know what i mean <laughs> so whereas there's like 50 million videos of white women absolutely losing their shit in like Starbucks and shit and nobody that's not a stereotype about them you know so it's yeah anyway this isn't a race podcast but it's all very especially in the age of corona (laughs) because it's just like can we suspend that bullshit at least until this is over I know it's (laughs) I know and I definitely did abuse my skin color there on that one no do it you should be able to talk like to cops like that they're people they're not some fucking kings. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's most upsetting about it. Like, they don't have absolute power over. We're supposed to have rights and all those things. And so what it just proves to Black people is that, oh, we don't have rights. You should, anybody should absolutely, like, you didn't even curse or anything. You just say, oh. hey, you're lying. I wasn't here, blah, 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 blah. I should be able to say that without feeling like I'm going to get shot. You know what I mean? Oh, because and he didn't shoot you. Like, it's just what it is. So He wanted um, to. 
No, and he listened to me, which was definitely. I just never know which one of these motherfuckers are psychopaths. So I just try to avoid all. I am a very within the speed limit ass bitch. (laughs) I want to have no interactions with cops at all. And he was the Oakley wearing bald head cop too. That means he's in the gang. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he know what that look is. They know intimidating. Like, oh my God. Anyway. I know it was crazy. I was like, can't get me in my house. Am I right? Quarantine bitches. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, wow. That's a weird ending. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the last thing I say on here. (laughs) They can't get me in my house. (laughs) Great message. It is. I'm glad I said it. Fuck it. I honestly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just saying, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. And you have a podcast and it is amazing. Uh, you so listen to it? It's on YouTube. You said what? It's on YouTube also. It is? <laughs> <laughs> my podcast is so haphazard. Like I'm doing everything myself, editing and upload. Like I'm doing this whole like, it has to have a vibe. And so that means one comes out every six months. And uh, <laughs> so what you're saying is you're a little bit of a control freak. Uh-huh. A little bit to the max. And, um, but I just like it, especially during this whole quarantine thing in that it's really just me. I'm calling my friends up and we're just like talking. I mean, most of it has been like, oh, this shit is crazy. You know what I mean? Because a lot of my friends are also alone. You know, we're all, you know, in in entertainment industry, like we're all loners, not even loners, but just, uh, focused on the, the job, which oftentimes doesn't lend itself to a relationship. I've been calling dudes that I went on first dates with that mm-hmm. it never panned out, but we stayed friends mm-hmm. and asking them to recap their side of the date. Like, what did they think happened? Oh, that's cute. I have no interest in what anyone thinks. <laughs> I'm not seeing you anymore. I don't give a fuck what you thought, but that's cute. What my podcast has shown me is I have a really, I was just thinking about this today. I have a really great group of like male, straight male friends. Like I never really thought about it or appreciated it. Like, I was just like, oh, I have, I'm friends with like dudes who aren't comedians who aren't, you know, they're in the business, but aren't comedians that are respect me. You know what I mean? And just are like really my friends. So that makes me feel good. Cause that, I think that comes with age too. Like you really just start having like real friendships. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's that bubble in between where you don't really have friends and then you have friends again. Because everyone's focused on, I guess, climbing, you know what I mean? So it's almost like competing with your friends. You have to go through that bullshit and the people who are still around, you're like, oh shit, like, yo, I mean, I've been telling people, oh, I'm so mushy in the quarantine. I'm just like, thank you for being my friend. Like, <laughs> I know I got in a really rough, rough fight with one of my best friends and we haven't spoken since. But, I did too. Uh, I'm just, this is a guy as well. Like I just, yeah. And he still hasn't spoken to me. And so I'm like, dude, you know, I, I wrote his brother, like, and I, if I wasn't in quarantine, I would not even be thinking about this. That's what's so upsetting. I'm like, how dare you occupy my mind? But um, <laughs> and I, I reached know. out to his brother and I was like, look, he has two more days or he's dead to me. <laughs> so this, I think to the, yeah, today is day one. That was yesterday. I wrote it. So tomorrow he's dead to me. Like, dude, you don't get to be mad at me during a fucking pandemic. <laughs> Obviously. It's just, it's such a weird time. Like people are over-exaggerating. I'm just letting feelings, me included. So, but I'm like, I said some things, you said some things like, come back. What are you doing? (laughs) We've been friends for like 10 years. 
And I know he listens to everything I do. So motherfucker, stop playing. <laughs> and fucking hit me up. Like, I can't believe I know. that you're this bad. Anyway. <laughs> like, I am very, I mean, you see, I am very cutting with words. I do, I should not have been text fighting. Oh, you were you text know? fighting. We were text fighting, which is, you can't fuck with me with that, Mara. Like, I will steal your soul. Like, I just... <laughs> I would never fuck with you over text, 100%. And so that was my first mistake. I was upset. And then instead of just calling him, I continued to text. And I knew I was saying fucked up shit. And he said some fucked up shit. And then it's just, you know, and so silence. Everything is a thousand times exaggerated. And we should all just know that these are weird times and just take a breath and release that. Take a motherfucking breath. (laughs) I'm still talking to him. And let me apologize to you, motherfucker. Maybe this is the energy he's not looking for when he's looking for an apology. I know. I know. <laughs> so I'm just like, how dare you? What? This was really fucked up. We didn't even end the fight. He just said, really? That was the last thing he said to me. <laughs> Did you hang up on him? No, we were text fighting. Oh, you were still texting. So that's the last thing he said. And then he just didn't respond to me anymore. And I was just like, wait a minute. Really? It's not a fucking conversation ender. Like, did you get shot? Like, where are you? But uh, I know he's live because he's still on social or whatever. So I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is ignoring just how dare you. So this is the energy I have, but I will bring it down. I want to say his name, sir. I will bring it down. <laughs> you let me fucking apologize, you bitch. Because <laughs> he said fucked up things too. It's not just... <laughs> Can you tell? So this is what isolation does to you. I had this argument playing in my head. Like, I didn't, I wasn't the only one. That's- I know you can't give apologies with butts. You just have to be like, this is what I did. And I'm, and I'm yeah. sorry. And you know, you say, I'm really sorry. And then you pause for a little bit and then go, but you did shit too. <laughs> I just know the black girl version of, is, of that is, I just think it's funny how, like when black people say that, <laughs> that's our butt. We pretend we just had the thought. You know what? I just think it's real funny how I, I apologize, but then you. <laughs> when I first moved to New York, I worked in 95 South, which I was the only white person that ever was there ever. Mm-hmm. And I am very well versed in the language. And it took me three, about three months to be, to pick up on, oh, he, oh, they're mad. Oh, this is. Oh, this is a mad moment. Okay, all right. Because at uh, first, like, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I okay. just think it's funny how Mara. I know, and you're like, I was like, okay, what's funny? And then, and then later, you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Man, was I an idiot for a while? <laughs> Mara, question for you: Have you slept with an Irish guy? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you have. I don't know why. Maybe that's like me fetishizing Irish people. But you know what it really is? When I was, uh, I think I was like 20, I had a friend. Have you ever had a friend like single white female you? Yes. Yes. I had one. I had a friend, Mm -hmm. a very short lived friend that I met. I don't even remember where we met. She probably came up to me on some psycho shit because she's been stalking me or some shit. But that's how it ended up. But anyway. And we started hanging out. And then I remember one day we went to a clothing store 
And I was, I tried on this thing and I was like, ah, I don't know. And she was like, get it. It's great on you. Da, da, da. And then we made plans to go out that night and she showed up in the same outfit. No. And I was just like, wait a minute. She was like, oh yeah, I liked it too. So I went in back and bought it. So that was like the first, <gasps> the first like red flag. <laughs> I'll never forget this woman. But anyway, we hung out and she did multiple things like that, where if I said something, she's like, that's also my favorite thing. Like just weird old creep shit. Yeah. So when I went to an Irish bar and it had this bartender, oh, so cliche, an Irish bartender. <laughs> he was super hot, but I was dating somebody and I was just like, ah, oh, I can't. We flirted like all night, like for real. And at one point it's like almost sun up and I turned away for maybe two seconds and I turned back and she had her entire face (laughs) in his mouth. (laughs) Oh my, why do women do this to each other? I think ever since then I've just been fixated. Like she took my Irish from me. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many of them. I feel like I used to run into them in New York more often than I (laughs) <laughs> than lately, I guess, but well, there's none in LA. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone well, in LA. Well, there are some, but they're shorter. I don't see. Um, yeah, it's gonna be whatever I was thinking about saying would have been a bad thing to say. So let's. Cry. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna. I don't see any Irishmen out here. I don't know what the fuck. But um, <laughs> they're more in the valley. We're a. I, I'm Irish, so I can say this. We're more of a construction style, blue collarish. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a valley situation. You're gonna get, have to go over that hill. Okay. I'm going to, so after quarantine, I'm going to the valley to find me an Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that dude that you're not dating is not listening to this. <laughs> That's your problem, sir. That's your problem for not only listening, but then bringing that shit to me. Please don't. But um, if my best friend is listening, motherfucker, stop playing. So. <laughs> I know. If my best friend's listening, you were wrong, and I want you to reevaluate what happened. Okay. And, uh, and see, I'm not even that big a bitch. I I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. And you still ignore me. It's not right. It's not right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So what? Where can people find you? Uh, on the internet, losing my mind. <laughs> in so, a very funny way I mean what a uh, time to watch someone slowly devolve like you have time I have time to do it like it's it's gonna happen so I'm on uh, all the, the socials that they tell us we need to be on <laughs> the Twitters the Instagram Facebook which you are you gonna have to go to a Facebook fan page I don't have to do shit, first of all. Well, I know you don't have to, but I feel no, like... No, the reason I say it like that, that's for me. Because every once in a while I have the thought and I'm like, why do I have that thought? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All my posts are public. The reason oh. I haven't gone to a fan page is then everyone can talk to you. Everyone <laughs> can comment. And I like, I know people complain about Facebook, but I like my interactions there. I like putting my jokes there. It's really a good place for me to flesh out my thoughts and stuff because the people Mm -hmm. who follow me on Facebook have been following me since I started comedy. Mm -hmm. Like they're really invested in me doing well and they're smart. I've kicked out all the fucking, you know, trolls and all that shit. But if you open up to a fan page and anyone, then I won't want to be on there anymore. So I've just kept it. And it's hilarious how many people are in my DMs that email me? Can you kick someone out and then let me in? I'm like, this isn't fucking towel. Like, what are you? 
you doing all of this to get in to be able to comment on my thing already tells me you're a troublemaker. (laughs) You're so pressed to be able to comment tells me when you, I give you permission, you're going to be saying bullshit. So no, sir. But it's just hilarious to me how like, um, coveted. (laughs) I know. Well, you're, it's very popular. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't figured out the plus yet. I feel like once I do, if I do, um, it's because I'm so big that I don't have time to be on Facebook anymore. And it'll be an intern typing my shit. Like it, yeah. it, I just, I can't, I take shit very personally, even though it's the internet. And I feel like on, on Facebook, I've managed to curate an experience that makes me happy. I don't go on the internet for people to yell at me or say derogatory shit to me when I'm just trying to make you laugh. Like that's what really pisses me off. I'm not even looking for com- for trouble. So I hate Twitter because that's the same thing. Anyone can talk to you. You know what I mean? And it's very tedious to try to block everybody. So Twitter, you go on there and you're like, good morning. Somebody's like, shut up, bitch. Like what? Oh yeah, I know. Oh. That makes me very upset. So that's why I've kept like Facebook is almost like my refuge from all the other bullshit on the internet. So I'll post on Twitter, but I don't read any of the comments. So there's no real interaction. I don't read any of the responses. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to open it up. Why am I answering every question with a five minute answer? God damn. Uh, (laughs) So detailed. Like Mara, in 1997, when I first signed up for Facebook, it made me think, (laughs) that reminds me. Jesus Christ. I must really wanted to talk. You know what it is? I've done two other podcasts today, so I'm just used to talking now. Oh, you have? I uh, I talked to my sister last night and she was like, when was the last time that you had actual human interaction, like real person to person? I was like, I haven't. She's like, that's got to be so hard. And I was like, nah, it's fine. And then all last night I was like, oh my God, I haven't talked to anybody in a long yeah. time. <laughs> so you're by yourself? Yeah. It's just me and my dog. Yeah. And it's yeah I just I'm like oh I could really use a motherfucking hug so it's just been it's not like torturous but it's been interesting like oh these are the things I need and I would love to snuggle with a man like have him his arms around me and pull me in you know that would be nice I'm not at any man yet let's see two months from now (laughs) right now I'm just I'm still like I have a vision of the person in my head who I'd like to (laughs) but it's not just oh just send me any man I'm not there yet I still prefer alone to that, but I mean, oh, I, I have somebody in mind. I'd love to have my, my best friend, you know, my, you know, my best female friend and have her over and. and oh yeah. Are you seeing Hadia? Like, I know that, I don't so know. She fucked up. She was here for a while and yeah. then she left. She was like, she like wanted to, you know, I guess go home. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking near she went to go home. But once that happened, we went on lockdown and then it was kind of like, well, now we've both been out in the world separately with the whole asymptomatic thing. Like I would, that's my best friend. Like I would die if she comes here and then I make her sick or vice versa. You know what I mean? So yeah. we're trying to do what they tell us we're supposed to do. But I told her she fucked up. She should have never left. Cause I have, I'm in a huge house by myself. <laughs> I, know, I was like, that. your soup posts were funny. Did she get the Rona and then leave? What happened? Oh, together. Yeah. Yeah. She was here at first, but that's when it was still kind of loose. We were just like, oh, no handshakes, you know, that type of shit. So, <laughs> oh, those were the days when we smelled a little home. <laughs> yeah. Like I, if I could just hang out with Hadia, no thought of men would cross my mind. <laughs> and it's 
so fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. don't start thinking y'all are special, fellas. If you're we listening. don't need you. Yeah. Like I told my friend, like I I want dick, but I don't want a male presence. Yeah, I I still would go for the hug, like not for the hug, yeah. but like the the laying down snuggle. I mean, I, like, I feel like dick always comes like that. I dare somebody to immediately get up after they fuck me. Like that's just not gonna happen. I mean, once you've gotten all that whole process, then they need to go home. <laughs> After some snuggle, couple of shows. Bye. I like three day men. Come over for three days, and then get the fuck out. Like that's ideal. Three days. Three days. How do you go to the bathroom? What do you mean? I've never gone to the bathroom in front of a guy. Jesus Christ! How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I've been married three times. What? Well, I obviously know. that's not working for you. So you should take a shit and see if that goes. <laughs> may bring some new intimacy to, intimacy to your relationships because obviously holding your fucking poops isn't working like jesus christ oh that's crazy no man is worth it being constipated i cannot even my um, best friend just started dating a guy and she goes yeah we just call it reading a book and i was like they got quarantined together because they just started dating so now they're having like this 18 year marriage within uh, yeah those are all those uh sitcoms are gonna be great <laughs> Quarantine's day and all that bullshit. But um, I, I mean, I guess in a new relation, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm not like farting in anybody's mouth, but I'm never, <laughs> unless they ask, you know what I mean? Unless that's their thing. I'm, I don't know King Shane. <laughs> oh my God. I'm also not trying to hide it, but I will say, okay, this is funny and we can maybe end on this. My last <laughs> My last relationship, which was ill-advised, uh, <laughs> I didn't respect him because I took a shit with the door open. No! I didn't want to hear, I wanted to hear who was going to get shot on Ozark. <laughs> it was Ozark season one. <laughs> God! I was so into Ozark. <laughs> Isn't that an endorsement for a show? Like, yo, Ozark is so good shit with the door open. But anyway... <laughs> Like I was, I didn't even realize what I was doing. He said, he heard me in the bathroom because, you know, no, yeah, you know, the pee comes before the shit sometimes. And so he heard that part. He's like, do you want me to pause it? And I was like, no, Ah! (laughs) and then I'm taking a shit. (laughs) I'm taking a shit. And he says, are you taking a shit? (laughs) And I say, and I say, who just got shot? (laughs) oh my god so that didn't last oh i mean if if ever if ever there was a red flag (laughs) (laughs) and i really was not embarrassed like i did not give a fuck because also that was a relationship where i i was like oh i don't want to be in a relationship and then they like wear you down like maybe for one of the first times when i was like oh i guess that was my first foray into like i'm gonna be casual Every time I do that, what happens is the guy wants to be with Not me. You know what I mean? So that's what was happening. So I was, I think I was almost like, well, this is what the fuck you asked for. This is me in a relationship, shitting with the door open. <laughs> 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 and then also just knowing that that relationship wasn't going to go any, I was just like, I don't care. And he stayed with me for a, a really good time, a long while after that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so what I'm saying is fucking take a shit ladies like no one cares so much better for your digestive system also 
just so much better for being alive, a living being <laughs> that shits. Everything shits and men are in no way worth, I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so bad. Maybe that's why I have a bad digestive system. I have no idea. But like, where did that even come from? Oh my God, I went to private I, mean, I feel like, yes, etiquette, like, yeah, nobody wants to hear that you're taking a shit or think about you taking a shit, but the, the whole hiding of it to where you're going days. Days. You know, people are like, I've been with this person for 48 hours and I haven't, t-. like, I cannot imagine. Like, what? Well, th- why do you think I work out so much? I'm using the, sh- the toilet at the gym, you know? Wow. <laughs> Mara! <laughs> Three marriages you didn't shit. That's crazy. <laughs> Never once. Well, one time when I was like super high on Molly, I was like, I have to shit. How and rich are these men? So rich. Okay. Well, let me, let me back that up. If I'm spending a lot of my yeah, I don't want to see you shit. Yeah. <laughs> so rich. So rich. Uh, the first thing <laughs> so I would never. Yeah. Oh but my God. I can't all dance. Take a shit ladies. Like, <laughs> yes, please take a shit. Don't oh, yeah. do what I do. Dude from UTA, take a shit. Like, the- <laughs> oh, he's a junior agent, so I don't fart. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> One time, one time I, because uh, I don't, I can't fart unless I'm sitting up. Mm-hmm. I farted on. Uh, you don't fuck up your whole digestive tract I now. Know. For years. <laughs> I was bare butted and I farted and I like some period blood started to leak out and it like What is this conversation? I was gonna eat dinner after this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we're laughing like this. This is great. (laughs) Oh my god. Wasn't I worth the wait? You were so worth the wait. Thank you so much for joining me during quarantine. Man, thank you for having me. I had a, a really fun time. I really did too. Okay, so Janelle James on Instagram, go check her Instagram, out. If like- Janelle James Comedy, Twitter, Janelle J Comic, or you can just Google my name, Janelle, with two L's and uh, one N, and I made it very confusing for no reason. Janelle James. <laughs> <laughs> That's one J. Anyway. Here's what I'll do. I'll tag you in the post. Yeah. So, and then all, but- that shit, all that shit comes up. Just Google my name and all my sh- I'm I'm on there. You get yes. on if you if you want. Watch my Netflix special. Um, yes, it's on the on the comedy lineup on Netflix. I also have a bitching ass album. Do people say bitching? I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> on uh, Spotify, Pandora, all that shit. It's called Black and Mild. This is an excellent time to play in that comedy album in your house. Janelle James, play my album, stream it. Um, what is the Netflix? Well, you have a you have a different show also on. Oh, I'm on Black Monday. I write and star in Showtime's Black Monday with Don Cheadle. Um, that comes on on Sundays. But I think we just, I mean, it's still on there. We, the season finale just played this past Sunday. But yes, check that out. And I'm writing on a new show, Central Park. It's on Apple TV. That drops May 29th. Honestly, um, I'm obsessed with everything that comes out on Apple TV. Yeah, that's good. I <laughs> look. Uh, that's, it's funny because I haven't checked any of it out yet. But um, okay, that's good. You watch the morning show? I watch the morning show. I just watched some movie that they, as soon as the, I get the email, I'm like, I honestly will take this recommendation. What about Quibi? Have you checked Quibi out? I don't know. I haven't know. done Quibi yet. Yeah, it's weird because we're all on our phones, but nobody wants to get it. I know. I don't. I mean, I just don't want. It's yeah, so about, well, I know I hold grudges. Like I'm one of those people, if I audition for something and I don't get it, I never watch the show. I will never watch Glow. 
because I did a round kick in audition and I didn't get it. So it's just like, whatever. But <laughs> you know, if you want to be like that, like, you know how hard it is for somebody my age to do a round kick, like not fall on my ass, but whatever. I will never watch that shit. Quibi is the same way in that I've pitched two shows to them and they pass. So they will never grace my screen. <laughs> I'm with I you. I take revenge that doesn't really hurt the other person ever. <laughs> I know I'm not watching it. Chrissy Teigen is going to be so pissed when she hears about this. I'm sure she will. (laughs) She will say who? And then continue (laughs) out on about her day. I'm sure. Oh, yes. I I don't follow her, but I've heard good things. But just to be a little controversial here, what a clear example of someone who is how much easier it is to launch yourself when you you've been launched already. <laughs> exactly. I was like, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Of course you use your position and what you have, but I need people to acknowledge this. Can't <laughs> fucking just act like this isn't happening. Like for example, like Chris D'Elia. I love, yeah. I love Chris. D'Elia. He's been so nice to me. I think he's funny. I've seen him crush, 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 but he comes from money. So of course. Well, his dad made um, Ally McBeal. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So when yeah. you're already in the industry, you can appear as an already grown ass man. Like he didn't even start as a youngin, right? And or am I getting this wrong? Like he was, he was like thirty five and was like, I'm gonna be a comedian. You know what I mean? And now he's and like number one on that. And I not begrudging him, but I just need people to acknowledge this shit. I am so tired of seeing someone running into someone, talking to them, and then I start seeing them on Variety, and I'm just like, damn, this bitch came out of nowhere. And then you go on Wiki, and it's like, oh, Steven Spielberg's goddaughter. Like, get the fuck. <laughs> I am killing myself, and these guys are just... It has nothing it. to do with me, because I'm doing okay. But I'm just saying, can we acknowledge, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. it, every other industry acknowledges that, hey, this is legacy, or your dad's dad did like the entertainment industry tries to act like this shit isn't happening. And I just don't like the, you know, in my face ignorance. (laughs) Chris had just started like four years before I kind of started going to comedy shows. And I met his dad the first night that I went to the comedy store to hang out Mm -hmm. and his dad stood up older. And you know, when you, you know that you're like, Ooh, we're going to fuck energy. Mm. He was like, hi, I'm Bill. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, 20 something like i'm gonna fuck this old man wow so okay so you got a dad not only a dad is in the industry but with big dick energy come on suit and he was like dig up yes yeah i mean chris does all right i hear uh with with his bde yeah every time i've met him he's been so nice to me as he fucking should how dare you (laughs) be successful and mean like that makes me so upset it's like what are you mad about Oh, you're still, you're not eating slices of pizza as your whole fucking, you know, like, what are you upset about? Shut the fuck. Anyway, but Chris that is, is all- your entire food pyramid is dollar slices. Yeah. yeah. That's your meal for the day. Like I've been there. Like if you don't get the fuck, you've never experienced that. And you're a fucking bitch or something like that makes me so mad. But Chris has always been nice as he fucking should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give people points for being nice. Like that's how you should be, especially if you come from money. Money to fix whatever the fuck is ruining your day that day. <laughs> there used to be that saying that was like, if you're nice, then you're not a funny comic. And I don't think that that rule applies like at, at all anymore. Well, I think that is not only bullshit, but also it kind of blurs. It redefines what nice is. Because that's how you get the psychopaths who just are nice. 
or you know like pretending to be nice or have like this like that's what they're known like for the, the climbing ones the climbing like how they cl- they will be nice to you to befriend you like okay so what i always try to say is like there's a difference between nice and kind mm-hmm. you know what i mean so people who are just like hi mara da, 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 like just doing i don't like people like that i used to have a joke about that like people like the top of the morning ass motherfucker like he's always so pleasant like that kind of person meanwhile those are the people that's like cutting people down behind their backs and you know what i mean just like performance rather than kind people you know what i mean who are like yeah so there's like people who i guess other people would um, consider assholes in this business who have been the only people to check on me since this thing has happened you know what i mean but because they're not like morning (laughs) 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 or the same way because I don't take any bullshit online, people think I'm mean. That doesn't mean I'm not nice or kind. It just means I need people to respect me. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just feel like it. people don't uh, value the real thing. I would rather someone who is genuine when it matters than someone who's always smiling in my face for whatever fucking reason, you know? <laughs> I am so, ch- I have a chirpy, I used to be a cheerleader for like ever. And I, I know that that is one thing that I do where I'm just like, I'll smile. But lately I've, I've given up the whole, I'll be I'm so in my head that I'm not smiling. But if I am in my regular like customer service mode, I'm like, hello. And then I'm like, the fact that I'm doing your podcast now, like I'm, I'm a very first impression person. So if I met you and I felt like you were phony or your smile was weird or whatever the fuck, I would never have been on this. So oh, whatever you do, it, it, it must come off genuine. Like I don't mind a genuinely nice person, but I feel like there's people who are doing that as their climb. Yes. Like that's their thing. I'm nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is not doing anything for me. Just FYI. I mean, other yeah. than this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I appreciate that. I really yeah. do. Well, normally my podcast is one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Your listeners are going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad that we did the Ozark part because <laughs> I wouldn't have choked. <laughs> All my future boyfriends are going to be like, do you have to shit with the door open? <laughs> yes, it's what I do. <laughs> I mean, I did, and then the rest of the night was so funny too because I came back out and he just kept looking at me like sideways like, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, do you believe Helen poisoned him like that? <laughs> I didn't even acknowledge that shit. I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, Sorry. I have poopery in there. Like, you can't even smell anything. Like, shut up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, also, I, I also must say I'm always high. So sometimes I lose my social cues. <laughs> but I do remember, like, that night we were in bed. And that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, that was kind of disrespectful. <laughs> Your eyes just, like, flash open. And you're like, oh, wait. What did I do? And, but every time I always think of men, I'm like, this is the last time I'm going to see this person. They always come back. Like, okay. they don't care. Men don't care. Don't I was care. asking uh, uh, some of my friends if, because I have fake, I have half fake boobs. They mm. went 50 50. And I was like, do dudes care about the surgery lines? And every guy that I asked was like, no. I was like, okay, good. If but, anything, they're like, why did you just point that out to me? Like, they probably didn't even fucking see it. Like, they I know. Don't. I told the guy, this the latest guy that I've been sending a lot of nudes to. And I was like, just so you know, I have uh, fake. And he was like, yeah, I didn't even 
You know notice, what to look for. Stop I, don't care. <laughs> I, I was like, I just felt like I should be honest. Are you honest about what? Here's my fucking nude. What are you lying about? This is what I look like nude. The fuck you need to know what's inside for. <laughs> what are you what? Be lucky you looking at my goddamn pussy. Like, what are you talking about? It's so pretty. I do have fake lips too down there. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Oh, that, that lipo boyfriend makes more sense now. Two for one group on. I mean, I work hard for my money, but I don't I don't have fake pussy lip money, you know? Uh, what does that even entail? I just... <laughs> no. are, you, are you getting an extension on them? I don't know even what you would do to your pussy lips. I honestly don't know, but I was on Groupon and they had the uh, rejuvenation thing on there as a Groupon. And I was like, this is too far. Like if you have to Groupon a tighter pussy, this is too much. Like oh, is that when they like put your hymen back or some shit, they put some mesh up in there. Yeah. They put that laser inside and it makes it smaller. Can you imagine. I mean, I guess that, I'm sure there's medical reasons. I'm definitely it, doing it. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it is. But I don't, why would my pussy need to be tighter than I, I don't get any complaints. So fuck that. Everybody's going to have the tightest pussy after this. Everybody that's single. Is gonna have the tightest. One again, version to the max. Like yes. I'm gonna come out of this shit in a fucking cardinal robe. Like I am, I belong to Jesus when I get out of this shit. Like <laughs> I'm a goddamn nun right now. <laughs> First man that even brushes my shoulder, I'm gonna fucking nut all over his face. Like it's gonna be through the sweatpants. Like it's, I'm gonna piss myself. I can't, I can't even. I apologize to whoever I run into first. Like, it's going to be a massacre. Just hydrate, stretch. <laughs> Start doing push-ups now while you're in quarantine because... You're going to need it. You're, you're coming for me. You bet not miss. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you're the voice of every woman. They're like... If I am fucking, I need to come. So you better fucking bring it. Like, I am going to... Oh, God. I can't even... Don't even get me down that path. You have so many short stories that came out of this. That's a good title. If I'm fucking, I'm going to come. <laughs> I got to come. Like, I mean, I feel like that's revolutionary to say. Like, that's my goal. Just like men. Of course, I want the intimacy and all of that stuff too, but I need to fucking come. And I want to come well. Like, why am I letting you sweat on me? I definitely want to come, but I also want to come multiple. I'm a multiple comer. No, nah, I'm a big one and done. And I'm like, <laughs> look, you, uh, you know. Just yeah. close my legs when you finish, because I'm already in dreamland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, that's the kind of orgasms I like. Like, well, I don't even need a second one. Like, knock me the fuck out or get out of here. <laughs> God, I miss sex. I cannot wait. Oh, you and me both. It's uh, going to be great. We'll be fine. I'm going to continue to reflect. <laughs> light my Gwyneth pussy, pussy candle. And, uh, you know. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> Self-care. Like, look, our, our voices get higher and higher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally fine. <laughs> I'm like hot from laughing so much. Yes. Oh my God. This was so uh, worth the two-year wait. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am nothing if not funny. So yes. <laughs> Try to end this podcast eight times. I'm going to go for real. <laughs> All right. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.